Welcome. This is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. Happy Democracy Day in Ariens. It was Democracy Day, the 12th of June, on Sunday. I know quite a few people might not even remember how that came to be Democracy Day. It was the 29th of May that was Democracy Day in Nigeria, which the Obasanjo administration had declared Democracy Day because it was a day that we headed back to the polls after so many years again of military rule. Democracy Day was now changed to the 12th of June in honor of an annulled election. Which annulled election? Do you remember the series that we did on Nigeria, on the military rule, on the annulled elections, on Bashar M.K. Abiola and the Abacha years, so to say? So it was that election annulled, which was popularly believed to have been won by Bashar M.K. Abiola on the 12th of June and a Nigerian president came along thinking it would be popular probably to placate some sectors of the polity to make the 12th of June Democracy Day. I say we should just have left the election and not annulled it. Although remember what I said at that time, it was rumored that the then military head of state said that the military would have overturned the democratic government if he had not annulled the election. It shows how powerful the military was at that time. On the line at that time, it's so interesting to have lived through the massive change that has taken place in the Nigerian military, which was actually by the dexterous handling of the military by President Lushegun Obasanjo when he became civilian head of state. I guess it's a case of it takes one to catch one. He understood where to go. He understood what to do exactly to make sure that it would be very difficult for the military to ever interrupt again democratic rule in Nigeria. Well, today is another hot talk. June 12 has come and gone. And like I told you last week, that do not subscribe to all the rumors. I actually listened to recording saying, withdraw money from the bank, get food into your houses, do this, do that. Never purporting to come from somebody who had just come from the meeting of the elder an unnamed congregation. We really should stop trying to get our five minutes of pain from whipping people into a frenzy. You know how it is that older Nigerians, of which I don't consider myself one yet, <laughs> I am an eternal youth, <laughs> just joking. It's really interesting how older Nigerians believe anything, anything they hear on WhatsApp. They forward everything, everything. And these elderly citizens, who knows what they've done? Gone to stock a month's worth of food and run to the bank and withdrew everything from their gratuity to get ready for the siege that these people falsely said we were going to fall into. However, that's not the topic of today's broadcast. We'll be back right after these messages. Voice of Change, sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change podcast today on iTunes and Spotify and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowo, and you can reach me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenowo. It's been an interesting period. 
both the ruling party and the opposition party have held their primaries. In an aside note, I'm not a partisan Nigerian at all. I am not a Kadkari member of any party. But I do note that the PDP could have done better in opposition than they've done. APC was so much stronger in opposition. See, every party has its own job. The part of the opposition is to expose the underbelly of the ruling party. In the UK, there is a shadow minister for every minister that the ruling party has. Therefore, if you have a minister of petroleum, the opposition party, though not in power, has a minister of petroleum. So when the minister of petroleum takes a decision, the shadow minister looks at that decision, dissects it, analyzes the decision, and then comes forward to say what could have been done better. The PDP can do much more in opposition. The job of opposition is not just attack, but you show that you can do a much better job, much better job than the ruling party. This is what the job of the opposition is. It's not bad to be in opposition. Just in a while, a party should fall into the opposition, not win. So they can learn this job of being in opposition better. We deserve better, PDP. Up your game when it comes to being in the opposition. When APC was in the opposition, they were not this relaxed. They were not this relaxed. They had more analytical things to say. They, they, they had more intelligent comeback. I'm not saying they did better, but I'm just saying in opposition, they were quite good. <laughs> in opposition, they were quite good. But now here we are. The two parties have held their primaries. And it looks like the story was the same in the two parties. We have known that we actually have two different parties with two different ideological frameworks. That's why it's so easy to cross from one party to the other because they're not ideology-driven groups. It's not about we believe in this, we believe in that, and therefore we cannot compromise. We are in this party that flows with our value system and what we believe should be the way forward for this nation. That's why it's so easy to be in PDP today, APC tomorrow, APC today, PDP tomorrow. Like I said, I'm not partisan. I'm a Nigerian and I'm looking for the good of this country. The interesting thing about the last primaries is that uh, there was not much difference between both primaries. We had a strong candidate and most people stepping down for the strong candidate in both parties. The claim was that the delegates were bribed. Well, it's an allegation. It's a claim. Uh, people who say so may have some reason to believe it to be true. And let's just work with the assumption that it is true. If we have to bribe the delegates to vote for us, I'm wondering where the money to bribe the delegates came from. I say to people, this is why it will be difficult for people who have made their money the right way through hard work. It doesn't matter how much the money they made through hard work is. That's why it will be difficult for them to put themselves forward for public office in this country because the people expect to be paid to vote for those who are supposed to do them good. Now, it's not just at the delegates level. No, no, no. I talk about a young man of 29 or so who tried to go for House of Reps in his area. And he said an old woman of almost 100 was asking him to give her money to vote for him. Students in university or polytechnic were asking for a thousand naira per vote, a hundred thousand, they'll give him a hundred votes. All kinds of stuff was happening. He said he dug a borehole in the community. He did this, he did that. And then on the day of the election, he made sure there was a bus to carry people to vote. And then when they got there, they voted for his opponent. And why? Because his opponent gave them 3,000 RH. Now listen to it. 
So it was time to go back. And they tried to pile into the bus that he provided to go back to the community. I don't blame him. And they said, well, that 3,000 naira would at least make a pot of stew. Well, a pot of stew that they will eat for how long? A pot of stew that will cost them hospitals. A pot of stew that will cost them roads. A pot of stew that will cost them every aspect of good governance. But they didn't care. We're not ready. We're not ready. I will support whoever said if people get the kind of governance that they demand. I think we should demand, and if people should demand, for the type of governance that they deserve. We know who the delegates are. Some are people's uncles, daddies, aunties, sisters and wives and husbands. We know who the delegates are. It's going to be same old, same old, same old as usual again. Nothing changes because the people do not demand a change. Nothing changes because the people do not demand accountability. Nothing changes because the people, I repeat, do not demand a change. It's not about parties coming to the elections, quoting mantras of transformation and change, which all mean the same thing. No, it is the people demanding a change. When the people demand a change by their actions and not just their words, by truly taking advantage of all the provisions of the democratic process, from recalling reps who are errant reps, yes, you can recall a representative, to impeaching those who need to be impeached, holding accountable even those who are in office. Till the people demand a change, we are not going to see a change. Thankfully, we had a peaceful June 12. Let us keep the peace. Let us remain vigilant. Let us make sure that we are our brother's keeper. We must not give up on Nigeria. It's time for change.